Hey, 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 hot plant-based performance podcast listeners. This is your host, Coach Kayla, and today we have another episode, another solo episode. This is episode 74 on special nutrition considerations for female plant-based runners. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me and we'll see you on the other side. You are listening to the Plant-Based Performance Podcast. I am Kayla Slater, your host, plant-based marathon runner, registered dietitian, online nutrition and run coach, and plant-based foodie. This show is about giving plant-based endurance athletes and active individuals evidence-based information and practical advice so you can be healthy and perform at your best. You will hear from me as well as other clinicians or coaches on how you can live a plant-based lifestyle for your health and performance. Let's go. All right, so let's get into it. So special nutrition considerations for plant-based runners. There's four nutrients that I want to focus on talking about tonight. It's iron, calcium, zinc, and magnesium. These are all really important nutrients for anybody that's obviously plant-based to make sure we're getting into it or we're getting these nutrients. But I will talk about and explain how these are specific nutrients that are specifically important for plant-based or for females because these are nutrients that are harder for us to get and we may have higher needs because we're plant-based and also because we're female and because we're athletes. Um, So that's why I want to focus on these four nutrients. Um, oh, you're not late at all. I'm not sure who that is, but if that's Pam, you're not late at all. I've actually just started. So you were right on time. I actually started a little late. So you are good. Um, all right. So iron, let's start with the iron. So what iron does, I'll explain, you know, each of these nutrients, just so you guys have some background of what the, why these nutrients are important, why we need them. I'll talk about, you know, how much we need. Um, And if we have, you know, the increased amount or needs that we may need and why this is specifically important for female plant-based runners. So iron. Iron transports oxygen throughout our blood. As um, premenopausal female athletes, um, we may be at a greater risk of deficiency due to either due to the loss of blood. Um, but also iron is very common, whether you're plant-based or not, in specifically premenopausal female athletes. Um, so it's very, uh, it's much definitely a very common deficiency. I know a lot of female plant-based runners are told to go on iron supplements because their iron is so low. So, um, and that is because there's a greater need and they just, we just have a harder time absorb, absorbing or holding on to that iron because we are losing it more often um, rather than our male, our male counterparts. So we do have increased needs um, because uh, it, it's harder to hang on to more to that iron. Um, so, the general recommendation for women is 18 milligrams a day. Now, this could be 20 plus or more milligrams a day for female plant-based athletes. And again, this is premenopausal, so it could be different too if you're um, menopausal or have achieved menopause and aren't having a menstrual cycle. But it could, so if you are in that premenopausal stage and you are very active, 
you could need 20 or more milligrams a day of, of iron, which is more than the recommended amount for the general person. Um, so that's important to make sure you're getting enough iron. Um, and also ways you can do this, a really good way, especially if you're plant-based, is using a steel, or sorry, a cast iron skillet. You can actually get iron that way by cooking food in iron. Um, that is a very good way. And also making sure that any plant-based iron-rich foods like beans, spinach, leafy greens, those sort of things, if you're eating those foods, make sure to pair it with vitamin C. That also helps increase the absorption. Another tip that I always like to share as well with iron, if you have struggle getting enough iron, is um, vitamin, or sorry, not vitamin C, talk about vitamin C, um, or say, oh, green tea, eliminating, or even just tea in general, limit the amount of tea that you're drinking, um, because actually tea has... Uh, called tannins in tea. And those are what actually um, inhibit the absorption of iron. So if you are struggling to have um, iron, you know, decent iron levels, that could be another tip. Another thing with the iron I want to throw out there as well is those that have actually gone plant-based and has gone have gone 100% plant-based and had iron issues before, they have actually gone away. And we've actually seen this in the phytic population, which is really cool. Um, I'm a good example of this. I know um, Mary, I don't know if anyone knows her. She's a plant-based ultra runner. Um, she is also, I believe in the plant-based athlete book, she was interviewed and she talks about that same experience. Her iron actually being better is being plant-based. So that is pretty cool. Um, but it is important and making sure that we just know that we do have increased needs and we do want to make sure we're getting enough iron and doing everything we can possibly do to, uh, absorb that iron. Number two is calcium. So why is calcium important? Well, bone health, right? We all know calcium is important for our bones, but also muscle and nerve function. Um, but also specifically, you know, as as runners, um, it is a bone. We could it is a bone strengthening activity, which can strengthen our bones, but it can also be really hard on our bones, right? All the pounding that we do. Um, so you know, especially if we are road runners, then we are pounding a lot on pavement. Um, so we need to make sure our bones are strong. Female athletes are actually greater risk of deficiency if they don't have a period or they have a low body weight. Um, so we want to make sure we're getting enough calcium. So the recommended amount is around a thousand milligrams, I believe in general, it could be up, you may need up to 1500 milligrams a day. So you may need actually more calcium. So it's important to make sure you're eating foods that have plant-based foods that have a calcium. We generally know foods with calcium are dairy, but just because I tell you this, that you need to be getting more calcium doesn't necessarily mean you need to go back to drinking dairy. I still believe that even though this is the case, that dairy still has more negative consequences of it than in it's just not worth it. Or I don't feel like it's enough evidence to recommend to eat dairy just for calcium because of those negative other negative consequences that dairy has. Um, so there are foods that we can, you know, eat to get some calcium, uh, leafy greens, 
oranges actually have some calcium. So there are plant-based foods that have calcium. Uh, some foods are fortified with calcium. Check out your milk and see how much uh, your plant-based milk and see how much calcium that has. They can vary the type of plant-based milk. So that's something to be aware of. Just look at those food labels and, and see what one has more calcium. Um, I always try to get a plant-based milk that actually is says right on there that it's fortified with calcium just to make sure I'm getting calcium that way as well. Um, okay. And number three is zinc. So zinc is necessary for immunity and nutrient metabolism and more is more challenging to get when you're eating plant-based. So if you're vegetarian or vegan, it's a little bit harder to make sure you're eating enough zinc. So that's why we're at increased risk um, of getting enough zinc as females. And as an athlete, zinc is also very important that we make sure we're getting um, because we want to make sure that we have a strong immune system. So when we're putting our bodies um, under any physical activity, we're putting our bodies under stress. So we want to keep those immune system as high or good as we possibly can. And how we do that is through our diets. So uh, the amount that's recommended is eight milligrams a day of zinc. One really important thing to remember with zinc is that iron actually decreases the absorption. So if you're trying to get more iron, that means you may get, be at greater risk of having low zinc. So we really want to make sure that these two are balanced. Um, and sometimes we have to choose what one is most important, right? Sometimes we have to kind of decide, right? What is, what is better? Um, and then foods that have zinc, so plant-based foods with zinc, those would be our nuts. So our cashews, um, let's see, our peanuts, I believe, legumes, yeah, our seeds and our nuts mostly are good sources of zinc. And then we have magnesium. So magnesium is an electrolyte. You may find magnesium in some of your electrolyte mixes or like drink mixes that you use, you have magnesium. So magnesium is important for nerve production, energy production, and preventing cramps. When a lot of, when, you know, anyone comes to me and tells me that they've had cramps during their races, most likely I contribute that to electrolyte imbalance. And it can be potassium, and other times it can be magnesium. And for some reason, as females, we are, it's just a more common deficiency. We're just not getting enough of it for some reason. So what's recommended for females is 300 to 350 milligrams a day. There is an upper limit, so we don't want to overdo it on magnesium, and that's 500 to 800 milligrams a day is the upper limit. So it's always important with any of these nutrients to really understand as well if there are any upper limits. Um, there are certain nutrients that are like our water soluble vitamins that are okay, you know, don't really have a, an upper limit, but most of our other nutrients do. So just be aware of that because you can get too much if you are supplementing. Um, and that's also another reason why I always promote 
foods, food first. Um, we, our bodies absorb nutrients better from foods. Our supplements are also not regulated. So we may not really know what's actually in them or what they say is in them could not actually be what is actually in them that you're taking is one. Um, but also another reason too, is just to, um, you know, really make sure that you're not over sub overdoing it. And it's easy to do that if you're supplementing, that is possible. So that's just another thing to remember as well. And foods with magnesium, um, chocolate, chocolate is actually has magnesium, believe it or not. <laughs> so that's what I always mention, because I feel like as women, we're always craving a lot of us crave chocolate. Um, so magnesium actually does have chocolate. Um, and what else has chocolate seeds again are green leafy greens, most of all these nutrients honestly have uh, in leafy greens in them, which I always try to have, you know, my serving of leafy greens every day. Um, so also magnesium is in pumpkin seeds, almonds, cashews, peanuts, those also have magnesium as well. So those are great sources. So I know a lot of people really try to avoid these, um, you know, like our nuts and our seeds, because they're so afraid of the calories. Um, but I really hope this shows you of just another reason of why it's important to eat those healthy fats. Um, and why I encourage people to eat nuts and seeds and those sort of things. For one, I think um, that could be a really good point as well is, you know, most of us may not be eating enough and a really good easy way to do that because fats have more calories per gram is by eating more nuts and seeds. And then also it's important as women that we do have enough fats for hormones to work correctly. So that's another reason. And then most of these nutrients that I'm talking about are in leafy greens as well as nuts and seeds are healthy fats. So nuts are healthy and something we should be including in our diets. Um, and just because they do have higher calories, don't be afraid to eat those nuts and seeds. <laughs> so that is that is my my talk for today and message to all of you. for stopping by on the plant-based performance podcast if you could do me one favor and share this episode to someone you think would like it i'd be forever grateful also please leave a review by going to itunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of or if you have a question leave us a voice message thanks again so much